So a quick warning before you guys listen to the rest of this episode, this will be covering spoiler content. So if you have not seen the movie yet, I highly recommend it. Go watch the movie. It is a great film. You will have a great time. Hello, everyone, and welcome to an episode of The Film Freaks. Hope you all are doing wonderful this evening, day, wherever it is. This is your host this time on this episode, Maddie G, with my now currently co-host, Derek. How you doing, bud? Matt, what is this? Are we doing this again? Are we doing another yeah. one of these? Have yeah, you... we're doing another one. Are you these. taking over this episode? I'm taking over this episode. You're you're currently trying to trying to start a mutiny over here. It's only you and I that do this podcast, but you're trying to start a mutiny. You're trying to th- overthrow me. Is that what this I is? Mean, you and I your... mean, I guess if you want to say I'm a bad guy. You and your sick ideas. You are such a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I did there? What you did there too? Yeah. Well, we both did there. If you couldn't tell by our implications here, maybe, maybe not, but we're covering the film The Bad Guys, an animated film of, like, all these, like, furry characters and stuff. DreamWorks. Uh, it, was, it was a fun, yeah, DreamWorks made it. Now, before we get into this, I just wanted to say, since this is your episode, and I didn't say it last episode, it's Maddie G's birthday, or at least it was. I think this is a this is this is gonna come out Friday, if I'm not mistaken. So his birthday was on Tuesday, so yay! Happy birthday, Maddie G! Woo! Yeah! Yes. By the time you guys are listening to this episode, I will now be one year closer to death. Goodness, way to, way to screw that one up. I was gonna like make the joke that you're old as dirt almost. I probably shouldn't have said that covering a family-friendly film, but yeah, whatever. That's okay. I'm uh. so sorry. So yeah, the bad guys. If if you don't know what it is, it's basically a story about this group of characters who are aptly named the bad guys they're a group of criminals they go around do crime they they just want to make a name for themselves you know so yes, yes what do they, they do? do they rob a bank who doesn't Classic. want to rob a bank matt i wanted to rob a bank while watching this <laughs> this movie made me really? want to do bad things well, no, not really. Too. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Like, there's a lot of stealing in that game. <laughs> there's a lot of robbery going on in this movie. Oh. Look, Matt, here's one thing that I do remember, okay? We saw this movie like three weeks ago or whatever, and I only yeah, remember just, one thing. And I'm, gonna... I'm just trying to get the order of how I want to explain things uh, because... Actually, no. Is it really important to mention Snake's birthday? Are you Snake? Is Matt Snake? Cue the conspiracy music. Matt, are you Snake? Not from Metal Gear Solid, but the other Snake? The Snake from the Bad Guys movie by DreamWorks called The Bad Guys? Are you Snake from The Bad Guys, Matt? Quite possibly. You don't know how I roll. Oh my goodness. I knew it all along. Who didn't see this coming? Oh my goodness. What a reveal. (laughs) No, there's only one thing that I remember, okay? And that is that stinking, dumb, annoying little guinea pig. Okay, I hated that guinea pig. Yeah, <laughs> I most... mean, this is the family film, so the story is obviously pretty predictable. It was the when most the annoying. Guy, yeah, character. when the bad guys are trying to steal the golden dolphin, because oh, good citizen award or whatever, where this guinea pig supposedly is second to Mother Teresa. Funny enough, he gets a little ticked by that. He's like, oh, no, it's not a competition. But if it were, it'd probably be a tie. He gets into a, like, uh, uh, I can't say that either. What am I? Are we going kid-friendly on this episode? It would probably be good to stick with the thing. He gets into a, a, a match with everybody about how, oh, well, I'm not Mother Teresa, it's like, no, dude, you're Mr. Perfect, okay? Perfect man, okay? 
everybody, your dad, your mom, everybody, you are jealous and you guys just don't know it. All right. This you're jealous pig, of this guy. Your parents are jealous of the guy. Everybody wants to be. The, they could be this good. The guinea pig gets girls. Okay. This man gets women. All right. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I'm trying. I don't I know promise. if he even would. <laughs> I don't think he would. No, he's, he's too annoying. A little too, or he's trying to keep an image there, trying to stick to the good moral compass that he is. This this whole episode's uh, gonna be me ranting about that freaking guinea pig. Oh, don't worry, I'm gonna I'm gonna be ranting about him a little bit. Okay, too. the way they animate this character, all right. So the the bad guys are like, hey, so this guinea pig dude's getting the reward, right? And so he's like really annoying because of how good he is, right? He has such, all these great intentions. And at first, I was thinking, we're sitting in a theater, we're watching this movie, and I'm thinking, alright, well, obviously, he's supposed to be a little annoying, right? At least, you know, we're watching this through the bad guy's lens. And by bad guys, I mean the bad guys are not the antagonist, but the protagonist. In other words, the people that we are following are a group of animal characters called the bad guys. So anyway, the bad guys, not the villains, are like, hey... <laughs> You know, this guinea pig dude is really annoying. And I was just at first thinking, oh, okay, he's just going to be a mildly, uh, a mild, you know, aggravatingly somewhat annoying character. But they wouldn't actually do that, would they? No, they wouldn't, they wouldn't actually... do that. With... It's pretty obvious this guy's the antagonist. They, he's they... the main they wouldn't villain. they wouldn't make him annoying the whole movie now, would they? Oh, no, they did. <laughs> and yeah. more. The way that his face moves when he talks, okay? He talks with a bit of a lisp, so he's always kind of talking, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. okay, at first, I don't mind, I know a few people with lisps, so I, I'm, I'm okay, you know, if you got a lisp, great, whatever. You know, no judgment here. This guinea pig, the fact that they took the liberty and the time and the effort that it went into to actually match the way his mouth moves and his tongue and how it just moves his whole mouth frustrates me, okay? He is so good, it's annoying, all right? How good he is. <laughs> yeah, he's meant to be that kind of character. It's ridiculous, and it's done so well because I hate that character so much. That's how I know it was done so well. Oh, man. Go ahead. Uh, that's like the only thing I remember for this. Then the push pop. Okay. That and the oh, push yeah, pop. The, the push pops. Like, and, pretty much everyone I know is going to remember the push pop. And the fox. <laughs> and the fox for some stupid reason. Yeah. Everybody. I have my own rant about that, but I'll go on that later. Oh, man. I was going to say. Well, yeah. We can't use a ball our tricks in like the first. No. You know, 10 minutes of the episode, can we? No. So, yeah. After the bad guys rob the bank. They're at their home base trying to celebrate Mr. Snake's birthday, but of course they like fight each other and stuff a little bit. It's kind of like, you know, amusing little friendly uh, battling, I guess. They're they're bad guys, Matt. It's what they do. They fight each yeah. other and they fight everybody because they're bad guys, remember? They're yeah. bad guys. Who are so, yeah. the bad guys? What what Who do we have in this bad guy squad? Right. Probably should have mentioned that. We have the wolf, who's the cunning one, the smooth talker. The leader. The one the one who leads the pack. Pun intended? Like, literally. Yeah, pun intended. Oh, okay. And also kind of not. Excuse me while I go laugh. Hang on. Ha! Ha! Hilarious! Okay, go ahead. <laughs> that, that's out of your... System. We also have the snake, who is the safe cracker, the one who cracks codes. Absolutely put in the movie, think Houdini, but without arms. Yes, literally the, the funniest thing about this character is that he doesn't have arms. It's hilarious. <laughs> like the whole yeah. time, like if Except he's going to Except for the one a, disguise. He gives you like a... Fi <laughs> does do fake arms i don't remember yeah. it, but i'm just thinking of the snake walking around with those fake arms flapping everywhere they don't, they don't even work 
yeah. He goes to give, like, the wolf a fist bump when they're robbing the bank in the beginning of the movie, and it's literally the wolf and him bumping his head on the wolf's paw. It's hilarious. Yeah, they, that's the only thing he can do. Every oh. time they do a fist bump, he just bonks his head against uh, the wolf's fist. I was thinking to myself, is, is the snake at any point in this movie going to get a concussion? Just <laughs> Probably happen? at one point. That... <laughs> and if you're thinking of the scene that I am, you would know. Oh, right? good job, Snake. <laughs> Smell the punch. Oh, no. Good job trying what, to be scene? a grappling hook. Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry about yeah. the mild concussion. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, yeah, there's the snake. We also have the shark, who is the master of disguise. Oh, my goodness. The shark is ridiculous. House. It, it's incredibly dumb. But I will say right now, I love a lot of the humor in this movie. So is because the shark's a guy, right? So, yeah, the shark's a guy. So he dresses up. So there's like that scene where they have to get into the um the bank and, and or not the bank the um when they're stealing that golden dolphin like the people's award or whatever, and he dresses yeah. up as this woman and they're like create a scene and he's like I'm having a baby. He spills the water on the floor. <laughs> Just moves the table down. out of the way. Have a baby! Oh no! Is there a doctor and or multiple security guards who could leave their post to assist me? The humor in this movie. He did that so well. I'm kind of concerned right now. The way that they did this, I promise, we, we are, we're just, okay, this is just an episode of us having a good time, alright? This is just an extra bonus yeah. episode, alright? We're just recording this because I told Matty G he could have a week to take over the podcast, and this was his bright idea. So, you can thank him. This is what happens when I give you too much power. So, uh, I should not have been given this power. No, you shouldn't have. I immediately credit. But it's just amazing. The shark is just like... There's like, there's, a, there's this scene where the shark, right? So they get into this building, and the guinea pig dude's like, the, the Mister Mister Goody Goody Two Shoes over here is like, hey, so we're gonna go and free some guinea pigs, which I already wanna, I already raises a lot of questions. But as they're trying to free the guinea, it's almost as like they're trying to free the guinea pigs, the shark goes in. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's like if uh, there was supposed, or there's like some sort of like, I guess, uh, mercenary force going against PETA, one of their sanctuaries or, or quote unquote sanctuaries or whatever, to free the animals in there because we all know PETA's not good. They're they're just dumb. They're not. They're not. No, like no? they they preach a lot about like you know, uh, treating animals like as they're naturally supposed to be or whatever they try to preach all this stuff but we have actual or like factual stuff against them like their shelters euthanize like so many animals like, like they, they have the high euthanization rates than any shelter that's ridiculous like they just they they're very hypocritical they like preach a good like do good and then they like what is it don't they put down like dogs and stuff they speak good, act evil. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I hate hypocrisy. In this they have world. no, they have no credibility. But anyway, they're going to do PETA, and I, I want to. I'm going to get back to what this shark does. It's amazing. Go ahead. I want to <laughs> oh, get back. This yeah. is like the best moment. One of the best moments of the movie. This, this is the the part in which the snake was being used as a grappling hook too. Well, one of them. One of them. Right? Like there was like two scenes, I think, wasn't it? He was used as like a tightrope, I think. Yeah, but this this is the guinea pig heist, so yes. yeah. When okay, should we just talk about how we led up to this moment though? Because like, there's a lot to. of missing context here. If you want to, yeah, yeah so, go ahead. So the the golden the golden dolphin heist, the golden is dalmatian. A <laughs> the golden dolphin heist is a bust. <laughs> The bad guys get captured because the wolf saved a little old lady, and it's like, "Oh, you're such a good boy." And he didn't mean to. He was, he was he literally mean... stealing like her wallet or something. He was, and yeah, she he was fell. just gonna steal some money from uh, from her purse. Which just remember this fell. because this this all comes back around full circle. Okay, yeah. for a kids movie, this all comes back around full circle. It's ridiculous. All right, even for a yeah. kids movie, this was just insane. 
So, yeah, they go through their entire plan, and they're about to make it out. But then the whole the whole guinea pig goes on his little speech or whatever. Like, oh, I didn't do this for money. I didn't do it for recognition. I did it because it feels good. You know, the wolf wagging your tail or whatever. And then, <laughs> of course, the wolf is listening. And it's like, oh, yeah, I know that feeling. And his tail starts wagging. He gets found out by pretty much everyone that's there. Because <laughs> for some reason, they decide to look behind them. <laughs> And Make no the sense. Disguise falls apart. Yeah, they, they get canned. Oh my goodness! When he went in, it was the funniest moment because like he's talking to the the governor who's like a fox, and it was the funniest thing because he was like playing this old like godfathery esque feeling I think yes. kind of character. He's like, oh, I'm from the other you know another town far away or something something. And, oh yeah, and he's like this really and big Mr. art. Pudleton. And you whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's been a while oh, since we saw I this movie. I love the character dynamics in this movie. Because that entire scene when the fox is trying to like, lead up to getting the picture of the mayor so that he can get a retinal scan. Mm -hmm. They're just talking about this art sculpture. Right? You mean the wolf, and... when the wolf's getting the picture with the mayor. Because the yeah. fox is the mayor. The... You say I may have the... messed up my words. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. The wolf is trying to get the retinal scan of the mayor. So he go he's ultimately going to take a selfie with her. Which but, is like, um, okay, this random guy. All right, let's do it. Yeah. They're, they're talking about this sculpture and, like, sort of being analytical about it. Like, uh, you know, it, it looks like a lot of trash, the wolf says. Like, like, come on, is this really modern art? Which I personally feel current modern day art is pretty stupid. <laughs> it's another well, conversation just... for another time. <laughs> yeah. It's, I think it's one of those artist subjective moments in this movie. But anyway, yeah, yeah. so what do they do to rescue the guinea pigs? I want to get to this so bad. This is like the best scene. Yeah, we're actually going on a pretty large tangent. We are, but it's okay. Okay. It's okay, we got I, this. I'll, I'll finish talking about that one like scene there, though, real quick. Yeah, go ahead, Just, go ahead, go ahead. Like, the, the writing, like how the, how the characters interact with each other and talk. Uh, when Diane Foxington says, I think it's a matter of perspective. And she's the mayor whatever. Fox, by the way, if yeah, you she, couldn't figure out mayor. by her name, Diane Foxington. If you didn't yeah. figure that one out by now, you genius, then what are you doing? I mean, come on. Firstly, the thing she said about how art reveals more about the viewer than the art itself after the, after Mr. Wolf called it trash, sick burn. Mm-hmm. But then the whole thing about, like, uh, the art piece being more about a matter of perspective, where then you see the silhouette of the art as it's turning, it it takes the shape of a swan. Oh, my and goodness. And there's, like, huh. there's so know, much sim imagery. Right. There's so much imagery, like, or, or um, symbolism in that. And that's way down the yeah. line for the movie. But it's, like, so much symbolism. You, you already know where this is going, if, yeah. if you can you, figure it if out. If you take a look at this movie, there is a lot of things that hint at further later event things. Yeah, like, a lot of foreshadowing. Like, oh, my God. Especially when Mr. Wolf says, huh, you know, a lot of things aren't exactly as they seem. And just, they're just staring at each other for a solid, like, two seconds. It's hilarious. But go ahead. So they that get caught. come back. They get caught, right? So, yeah. They get caught, and the bad guys are being thrown into the prison truck. Mr. Wolf tries to smooth talk his way out of it. Oh, gee. <laughs> yeah, you got us. Uh, too bad we were never given a chance to be proven good at all. You know, trying to snake his way out of it. And Sorry, who Mr. Snake. And Sit who, back. And who comes in but this flippant... <laughs> Dumb guinea, stupid, annoying guinea pig, stupid yeah. guinea pig dude is like, oh well, I'll just go ahead and help them, and we'll turn the bad guys into good guys. It and the mayor's the like, guys. and the mayor's like, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's do it. And so he's like, oh, I'll do it in like two weeks or whatever. And his like stupid face is moving around, matching literally perfectly. Again, may I remind you, and it's annoying. Usually you'd think, oh yeah, if his if his face is matching the animation, then that's one. No, not in this movie. Not with this no. stinking character. So he's like, 
all right, well, we got to go to PETA and free all the guinea pigs, which I'm wondering, all right, well, if you yourself are a guinea pig, then how does this work? Like, are, you, are, are, the, are the animals in this movie allowed to have pets? Because that's kind of, like, really disturbing and creepy. So I think so. Are the guinea pigs, like, oh are the guinea pigs people? Like, because the animals represent people, so are the guinea pigs also people? Or is it just no, this dude here's a the guinea thing. pig? It, it's... It's a film that does have these anthropomorphic characters, yeah, but there are still humans in it. Exactly. So it's like, how does, how, how, but okay, but like how, but sure, but how, but the anyway. The thing that you'll see with this movie as well is that the most important characters, aside from one, are all animal creatures. <laughs> which, which is that one character? The chief. Oh yeah, the, the chief. Police. Yeah, the police. Chief. Oh my goodness, dude! If there was one character in this movie that like just, oh my goodness, the chief was just a like hilarious. Actually, I guess I guess she's not really the most important character. So she I mean, has a role. Yeah, she's there because she does have a role, but she's not really a part of the main thing. She was know? just like that one character where you're like, yeah, that that kind of character in this movie. Like the really angry, yeah. ticked off, always annoyed, frustrated, determined to catch the main character because the main characters are bad guys literally. And so it's like, okay. But anyway, he goes, let's free these guinea pigs. So yeah. they, they, they use the snake as a grappling hook they get or a tightrope, whatever. They get up Snake volunteers, by the way, which is extremely abnormal because he's the biggest self-loathing and grumpy guy of the group. That's why he's the snake. And so he, he they get in and this dude is like patrolling the skyscraper or whatever. He's like, hey, you guys are not supposed to be here. And the shark, what does the shark do? Well, the No, shark... he actually doesn't even notice. The shark comes up and encounters this guy as he's like about to like turn around because uh, the snake is constantly being battered against the window <laughs> trying to oh, yeah. grab a hold of it so that they can get inside the building. <laughs> he's like they're throwing it, they're, they're, they're throwing him and they miss. So he slams his head against the window. So then they retract him and throw him at the window again and he misses. And all of this is like cling, cling. Yeah, he's he's probably been hit against that window well over like fifty times. Yeah, and and, time and he's definitely there's no no doubt in my mind this dude has a concussion at least six oh, for at sure. least six different concussions. But anyway, somehow ends up fine in the end though. But you, you know, tune logic. Yeah. Whoops, Anyways, the shark had already been in the building. He's like the guy that sneaks in, right? So he's already in there, and everyone's like, "What's going on? What's that banging on the window?" And the shark's like, "Oh no, this guy's about to find out." So what happens? So the shark comes in and he's dressed in a lab coat, but he has like a mustache and these glasses. And he's like, Hey, how you doing, son? The guy turns around, he's like, Dad? So stupid. He's got a baseball glove and a baseball as well. It's like, I know it's a little late, but uh, you're up for a game of ball. It's so dumb. And it's, it's like incredibly dumb. It's like everybody's thinking to themselves watching this movie, like, there's no way this is really about to work. And <laughs> but the well, movie's like it's, the movie's it's like, a kid's movie. Yeah. It's supposed to be stupid and hilarious. It doesn't matter if it doesn't work, we're gonna make it work anyway. <laughs> it's just amazing. <laughs> so it's just great. So the big plot twist of this, right, is that this whole time, like, the the bad guys are trying to become good, but the whole plan is, well, we're going to pretend to become good, and then we're going to steal the diamond, or the, the dolphin thing, because, you know, that's the ultimate heist. Nobody's yeah, ever that's, successfully that's pulled it off. they set out to do, and so they want to finish the job. Like, your man's, like, Al Capone couldn't have even pulled off this heist, all right, if that's what Al Capone did. Like, nobody could or pull this off. not even the Crimson Paw as a character. Exactly. Who is supposed to be the baddest of the bad guys. And, and by the way, Al Capone not is not in this movie. Not guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but... <laughs> just wanted to let you guys know that. But supposedly when the Crimson Paw went after the Golden Dolphin... She got her hands on it, but she couldn't steal it. Like, she was unable to, supposedly. But isn't she, like, the baddest of the bad, Matt? Like She's she... the best of the best, and yet she could not do it. The best thief so, ever in this movie. Yeah. 
So that puts up so many expectations for the bad guys so that if they pull it off, then they will be first-rate criminals. Yes, like that is the ultimate way that they can become the master criminals. Like everybody is afraid of us. Well, that's, we're going to yeah, show that's that we're the whole not, driving force of this. Yeah, we're going to show we don't play games anymore. So they they go and they're like, "All right, well we're officially good guys." So they get to this party. <laughs> yeah, the just, charity for goodness gala, I guess. And I'm just remembering that, what you told me the other day at work when I told you that after we had seen the movie, um, the one movie that we saw that titled Saw, showed you the movie Saw, not for kids, by the way. And I was like, "Yeah, the 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 Saw theme stuck in my head," and you're like. Oh great! Well, you want to know what song stuck in my head? And I'm like, I was like, what? And you're like, the piranha. <laughs> the piranha is a character in this movie yeah. too. He's like, what is he like? The there's there's also a spider. We actually didn't finish. Oh yeah, we didn't. Off the characters, but yeah, the piranha is the crazy guy, the absolute wild card of the group. Mm-hmm. You don't know what he's gonna do, but you know he likes to fight. Oh yeah, yeah. And of course, the spider is the hacker. <laughs> That's you gotta have a hacker character played by aquafina no idea who she is but the name is very familiar yes it's a water too isn't it isn't it water aquafina water i have no I idea so. probably but anyway sounds like a water all i know is sorry aquafina <laughs> yeah pick off so there's a reason behind that there is so but anyways so th- there's even a scene where like the spider's trying to hack and like i think it's tarantula or whatever but she's trying to hack and like it's the ultimate security system around this dolphin right so she gets out her laptop and she starts going like a little mini laptop and then she presses a button and a couple more laptops come out and then she presses another button now all eight legs are are trying to hack it's so ridiculous and so like everyone's you know doing their part and 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 then all of a sudden like what happens well the the chief is about to literally i I don't know how to explain it the snake is supposed to get the fingerprints of the chief so his tail gets slammed into a briefcase because he needs to get the code and so the chief is literally about to drink out of the snake's mouth like it's a wine glass. It, it sounds a lot worse than 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 it seems, and the piranha just busts out into into into, into a song, and that was the song that was stuck in your head at work the other day. <laughs> yeah, and it's probably that's probably the like main song of this show because you know, it's got to have that kind of thing. This is the yeah. musical number. Yeah, and every kid's movie seems to have to have a musical number, which is, I guess, annoying sometimes, but in this movie, not entirely. Yeah, maybe so, but yeah, like, I I didn't mind it. It was still No, decent. no, not at all. It's not bad. I don't remember yeah. hating it. So they, they're like, all right, well, the, here's the code. Now all we have to do now is have Mr. Wolf press a button, and they'll be off with the reward. But he can't do it. And so... What happens after that? I don't. I actually don't remember what happens. I think they got framed. So, or something. So yeah, when when they're about to finally complete the mission, Mister Wolf has this controller behind his back where he just has to press it. All the lights go out. Mister Snake enters the code. They steal the golden dolphin, and there's and they hightail it out of there scot-free with the dolphin in hands mission success they posed as the good guys to stay the bad guys but throughout the entire movie as they're going through this whole program that the dumb little guinea pig i hate that guinea pig dude oh my gosh I don't know if I've told you yet already this episode or not. You, you but said I, it multiple I times already. I hate and you can that guinea pig. He is my lead. I absolutely want to just grab that guinea pig and just like throw him across the room. Like I just want to mm, let the snake eat all the guinea pigs, including that one. <laughs> yeah, ridiculous. he's just incredibly ridiculous. annoying. It's so annoying. It's done but, so well. Yeah. So... Uh, Mr. Wolf has this problem that he's going through 
in the entire movie. As they're going through this whole good citizen program, Mr. Wolf is the most affected by it. Like, he even saves this cat from a tree. And, well, that's pretty much it. He's actually learning what it's like not to be feared, but to be loved. Yeah, and it's it's interesting. So, oh, go ahead. I was going to say the big twist. <laughs> yeah. So when it comes to completing the mission, Mr. Wolf can't do it. You see him hesitating as he's staring at Miss Diane Foxington. Because she has expectations on him, too. She's been rooting for him to become a good guy as well. And he remembers that. He recalls everything that's that they've gone through. And he just does not press the button. He congratulates the stupid guinea pig <laughs> for the reward. Hate that guinea pig. And everything goes south from there. You'd think because... it would normally go well. But no, 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 no. No, just when the bad guys are becoming more like the bad, but kind of not all that bad guys. They're not really all that bad guys. Yes, exactly. They're not really all that bad guys. <laughs> the big plot the lights, twist happens. Yeah, the lights suddenly go out. Then they turn back on. Mr. Wolf is looking around like, huh, that was weird. And then it's pointed out, oh, the big glowy rock, the, the heart, or... The butt, I guess, that they keep calling it, or the bad guys keep calling it, is now missing and what from is, the top of the stage. And what is this heart-butt thing? Well, Just... it was supposedly a meteor that had crashed into the town that somehow left the city in devastation. But due to this dumb guinea pig, <laughs> he, I guess, changed their perspectives on it. And it's like, oh, hey, look, it's a heart. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, it is. It's like, okay, yeah. So now we're all going to sure. forget about the massive amount of destruction that this big old heart The crater is meteor. still there, by the yeah. way. But we're going to forget all about it because this it's a shame. This entire gala is hosted in front of the crater. They didn't do anything to repair the land. Uh, granted, it is a massive crater. It is. But it's they huge. didn't even bother rebuilding the bridge or anything or building roads around the crater. And so that's, it's just there. And that's really like all it is, is it's just like a crater that he was like, oh, well, we're going to, you know, like an excuse for, for the guinea pig to just, you know, do something good. That's really all it is. It's like a symbol of yeah. how he was trying to do good. And he's like, well, I'm going to donate or something to help fix the city. And he raised all these funds or whatever. So it's like, okay. Yeah, it's he's, more... he's raising a fundraiser for like a billion dollars to send to charities all over the town. Yeah, and, and that's what it is. Just to help kind of repair the, the crater, right? Like the, the damage that it did. And here we go. This is the moment you've all been waiting for. <laughs> so, yeah, the glowing rock is gone. Everyone pins blame on the bad guys. Like they look and I'm like... You guys did this, didn't you? And that, well, their own plan bites them in the butt because the last thing that happens is they have this little thing pop up on the screen saying, so long, suckers, because the whole <laughs> plan was by the time they realized what happened, they'd be long gone. That's fair. But... Yeah, because their plan failed, and because that pops up on the screen, now it really looks bad for the bad guys, and they're scrambling to get out of there, being blamed for something that they didn't do. It, and It's really interesting, because the one moment where they're like, no, we actually didn't do it, every, even in real life, the bad guy always usually at least once says, I didn't do it. And so it's like in, in this movie, it's the same thing. It's like, oh, we didn't do it. Of course you didn't. All right, get in the van. And so they're in the van and somehow this dumb little midget guinea pig comes in and he goes, so um, enjoy rotting in jail for the rest of your lives. And they're like, wait, huh? This is like the like, nicest oh, dude ever. Twist. Yeah. And it's like, cue the saw music. Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun-dun. The whole time, the number one villain of this whole movie has been who else? 
none other than the guinea pig. Oh my goodness. I bet you didn't see that coming. Oh my goodness. I know I didn't see that coming. Well, I kind of saw it coming. But when I, I first like, saw okay. this movie, I already called it out that the <laughs> guinea pig was going to be the villain. It was so predictable. But I, I was just, like, okay. I just didn't know exactly how it was going to happen. My first guess was somehow the bad guys were going to turn the guinea pig into the bad guy for being so unconceivably impossible to work with and when i was thinking i just turned my brain off because i was like oh i'm not really worried about this movie and like i try to turn my brain off when i'm you know watching movies sometimes because i often find and i think i've told you this before too i think it's with anybody but me as well specifically if i see too much of a movie i can tell you the whole thing or at least a good chunk of it and it really ruins it for everybody else because it's like well you know so i was like yeah so yeah, I, you you explained that to me before, and that's why I'm always afraid to ask you, like, what do you think's gonna happen in this movie? Yeah, and so I I just kind of I was like, oh well, this is you know this is Matt's movie, and I'm not too worried about it. You know, I'm not as invested as like let's say the Batman or something. So I I'm not I'm not gonna really pay too too much attention in terms of like the plot or anything, and really dissect oh. it. The but, thing is, when we saw the movie, I had already seen it before. I was just simply watching it again with you. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, okay, so, you know, I'm not going to worry too much about dissecting the plot. Because it's a kid's movie. And, I mean, it's it, there's there's not as high of a likelihood that it's going to be one of those that they study. But it's definitely going to be one where it's like, okay, this is just a fun little outing. Turn my brain off, whatever. The moment that this plot twist happened, I was like, if I was actually thinking through this movie... Why, how could I not have figured it out? I mean, really? Yeah. And his whole hair, like, his whole thing is, like, his hair, like, goes crazy. And, like, you know, he's got, like, that slick back hair or whatever when he's good. But then, like, his hair gets all tangly and messy. And he's, like, has this, like, track jacket on or something. He's, like, I'm the bad guy, you know. And, yeah, I, I was my whole plan all along. I'm the biggest mastermind of them all. And I wanted to make the bad guys... Not not the actual bad guys, but the group, the bad guys. Just want to clarify. Look like the ones that did the crime and, you know, it was my plan all along and I'm actually going to steal all this money. And it's actually a pretty, pretty solid plan. What he was going to do is he was going to go ahead and, and raise uh, all this money, right? Like a billion dollars or whatever and donate to charity. And it was supposed to go to the charities, but instead he was going to use like this stone that somehow has like mind control powers and he was going to, like, get the guinea pigs that they freed earlier in the movie and, like, just, like, rob the trucks. It was, <laughs> it was like, okay. So it was really elaborate, and the whole movie was building up to it, which I, I, I as, as, un- yeah, not as invested, yeah, I was going to say, as, not as in- heavily invested as I was, even I have to admit for a kid's movie, it was a pretty elaborate plan, I'm not going to lie. It was actually yeah. a really good plan. So the bad guys, now we're talking about the group, the bad guys, not the actual bad guys, but the bad guys as in the group with the wolf called the bad guys are now in Alcatraz or, well, not Alcatraz, but like some big prison and what's it called? S-U-C-M. Suck them. Oh, (laughs) yeah. I forgot all about that. So now they're in suck (laughs) them. Yeah. No, we're not making that up. And literally the first time I saw yeah. that too, this, I was laughing this is hysterically. Where the, yeah. <laughs> this is where the big fight happens though. So suck up. The up, fight at suck up. this point, yeah, there's got to be like some group drama, you know. The of course. bad guys have been brought into the prison and because there's been prior tension, now they're starting to argue and this is the big fight scene, literally and metaphorically. Because once they're starting to be brought towards the cell, uh, after Mr. Wolf like blows up and says something really hurtful to the rest of the group, they find that there's... Well, it, it's Snake and Wolf start fighting, and the prison guards are trying to break them up, saying, Hey, no, 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 stop! <laughs> Fighting's not for prison! And, and then this one guard drops from the sky, points out, like, tell it to that guy. And then here comes in an absolute ninja. And it's like, they're just... it's one of those oh. moments in these movies where, like, all, especially these kids' movies, where you'll find that, like, the villains 
or the the protagonists rather the the good guys i i should say are just like get divided and then it's like oh well look at the end of the movie they all come back together and so we find out it's the crimson paul who's actually the mayor and so all the the the, the group disbands and so the the mayor and the wolf are like well we got to get this you know thing back or whatever and so they they pull off the heist you know to 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 get the rock back but he turns around and he's like, we can't do this without our, like, our friends or whatever. And so somehow I think he goes back and he recruits his friends. There's a whole scene with the push pop where throughout the whole movie, the snake, they're like, they have yeah. a push pop. After, he's trying to get... after they escape from uh, from Crimson with the help of, wait. <laughs> after they escape from prison with the help of the Crimson Paw. That's the same when prison the... called Suckum, by the way. I just wanted to elaborate. Go ahead. Yeah. So they go their separate ways. Mr. Wolf heads out with uh, Diane or Crimson Paw. You know, she turns out to be the Crimson Paw. Anyways, the other Plot four number two. To, yeah, the other four head back to base, and they find out that everything's been taken back because when they're trying to escape from the gala, Mr. Wolf said, "Hey, here, Diane." This is our lo- location. This is where we put everything. I'm giving it all back. That's yeah. where they have the whole scene with the push pop and Mr. Snake searching the fridge. You know, the absolute worst of the group. Most self-loathing, angry person. He finds the push pop in the fridge. Mr. Shark is like real sad and all that, you know. He's like, all right, fine, shut up. Here, have this pop. <laughs> and it's like a big moment for his character. But everyone, anyway, I feel like it was kind of played down a little bit. But it's like all good. Yeah. And, and, and the big twist at the at the, the the third and final big twist is that Snake is actually a bad guy. And no, not part of the bad guys, the group, but working with the big baddie, the stupid guinea pig that I hate so much. And then there's like a whole bit where they're like, oh my goodness, you betrayed us. And then they're like, well, we can't do this whole thing without Snake. And so they go back and, yeah, they rescue him. So I would say, overall, what did you think of this movie? Like, the whole the whole end is like, they go and they're like, you know, we can't... Yeah, they go back for the Snake. Snake is surprised and it's like, you guys came back. And, well... You know, everything works out in the end as a kid's movie. Has yeah. Been. Overall, I, going into this movie again, I wasn't really too invested in it because I was like, oh, I'm just going to turn my brain yeah. off watch a movie for the fun of it. And it wasn't that bad. I actually was surprisingly rather invested. And I'd probably give yeah. this with, between a 6 and a 7. Maybe a 7. Just because I was fine, but I, I'd give it a 6 only because, like, I don't know. Like, it was just... Was it there might my... be a little bit of personal bias on my part, but I was gonna I'd say, probably yeah. be like seven point five, maybe eight. Yeah, I was gonna say like, I thought it was really good. It, it wasn't my kind of movie, and yet it was just it was and still of, enjoyable. Yeah, of course it's not your kind of movie, but it, it, the fact that you still enjoyed it as much as you did, yeah, that's it... that certainly says something. Like the kind of content you watch, exactly. I, I know. Oh yeah, <laughs> like. It's it's crazy the kind of stuff I watch. And so for me yeah. to not, not really be as invested and yet still not be disappointed in this movie, it's pretty good. And I've definitely seen worse. Yeah, and, that's um, why I give this an 8. Yeah, so I, I would probably give it maybe a 6 or 7, somewhere in there. But it wasn't it wasn't bad at all. So I, I'm actually... And, and, and the guinea pig worked in terms of being annoying too. So yeah. I'll give them credit there. But I think that'll I do it we... for us. Oh, go ahead. I mean, I still have so much that I could talk about this. I was going to say. I know I just... that we very loosely talked about the story itself, but there's just so much to this that I personally appreciated about it. Yeah, and I and I don't want this. I We usually don't recap things like this as you know we used to, but we don't try to as often. But just for the sake of those of you that haven't seen this movie, we want to kind of give the, the, you know, the layout of the story. I would encourage you, as as anybody would, if this looks like something you're interested in, go and see it for yourself because it's really the the animation, everything is really not like it it's is really good. Re- yeah, it's really not it that is bad at really all. Really good, in my opinion. I definitely 
recommend this movie. And, and so it's just going back to generally just how the movie is. There's so many things that uh, that I just love about it. The character dynamics. That uh, it is a family friendly film. The it story is. is a little predictable, which does kind of hurt it a little bit, but more for the mature or more mature audience. Yeah, I it's, mean, there's those jokes for the parents in there. I think yeah. you kind of have to give the parents a few jokes. Yeah, like here's here's the thing. When it comes to say Disney, they gear more towards a general audience because if you target one specific audience, there's not. It's not going to bring in as much. Agreed. So if you can if you can appeal to the masses, then that'll that'll bring people in. Mm-hmm. Th- that's definitely what Pixar was doing with this film, like DreamWorks. Right. <laughs> Don't worry, I get them confused sometimes too. Yeah. So yeah, that that DreamWorks did an an amazing job with this film. They did, and you know, it, it, one of the things that we've talked about off air is how much Disney stuff we've been covering because we covered Moon Knight, we've co- we're covering Kenobi, um, and things of that nature. It was such a nice brother Fred share to actually cover a different animation studio, and that's the thing is Disney feels like they dominate everything animated, so it's always nice to see somebody like. DreamWorks or you know any of these other bigger animation companies no I'm not talking about you Illumination get out of here so (laughs) but it's good to see DreamWorks especially like come in and and say hey we're still here because I mean they gave us Shrek and different things like that so I definitely have a soft spot for DreamWorks and all I'm gonna say is they did a great job with this movie so Definitely check it out. But I think yeah. that's going to do it for us here. Again, we I don't... Mean... If, if... <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, just ahead. one last thing. All right? Last thing. Fine, fine. Look, I don't want to keep the, uh, this going for too long. We're, we're, we've already talked Fif- about it for 50 minutes. <laughs> 50 minutes. Yeah, nearly an hour. Yeah, come the on, last man. thing that I want to mention that is the most captivating thing to me is the art and animation just the fact that it is so in tune with the whole cartoon style but it is a 3d animated film the way that characters like arms like sort of stretch and wobble as you would see in those classic cartoons it is so well done on top of that with the action the fast pace just everything flows so perfectly in this film to me and and the animation really does do great i mean i can't i can't give them enough credit it really does flow i mean it it doesn't feel like there's any frames that are really off or anything it really does like flow super well and and that's one of the things that i just I remember, if there's one thing I can remember from this movie, or at least taken away aside from the stupid guinea pig, it's it's the color palette that they used. You know, a lot of yellowy golds and a lot of browns. But also just, again, the animation quality was remarkable. But It was really well done. And the only other movie that I've seen something very similar in animation style and... Well, art and animation-wise is, I believe it, it's called The Mitchells Save the World. Yeah, I think you were telling me about that before. Yeah, a movie in which this weird family saved the world from an apocalypse of modernized robots. That movie had a very similar animation style, and it worked so well. I agree. Even though I haven't seen it, from what you said, what you're saying of it, I think I can agree. <laughs> Be safe to agree. <laughs> Honestly, if you and I want to watch it sometime, it is on Netflix. We could just do it as like a fun film. We could uh, for you and I to just watch. Perhaps then you'll see what I'm talking about. Yeah, but I think that that's... is the yeah that is the other film that I can compare to this. That was really well done. Anyways, thank you guys for <laughs> listening for this long to my ramblings and passion about everything in this film yes this has been I'm... oh go ahead i was just gonna say this has been the maddie g takeover it's, again it's been a great episode a great movie i 
definitely recommend it. And if you guys want to listen to other episodes, they're not quite like this. Some of them are. But the reason we went and did a lot of recapping and not using... We have a different formula we go by where we usually just talk about the movie and what we thought, you know, as if you've already seen the movie. We wanted to go in detail about this because there's a good chance that not a lot of people have seen this and or seem to really know about it. And so we wanted to kind of, I mean, you know, tell you about that and kind of go through some of it with you so you kind of get an idea of what it is yes we spoiled the plot twist but you know what go enjoy the movie turn your brain off like i did and just go and enjoy the art i mean amongst anything good movie for kids too so definitely would recommend it if you're babysitting and you got the kiddos over and you need something to flick on turn on netflix or whatever dreamworks is and Show them this. It yeah. should be available for streaming at some point. I don't quite think it's in theaters now. No, I don't believe like, so. Yeah, when we went to check the show times for it, uh, the time that we went into the theater for it was the last available time for us to do so. So yeah. keep watch for it to become available on streaming platforms or release on DVD, Blu-ray, whatever. Exactly. So, you want to go ahead and do the outro? I'm going to stick you with everything. We're, we're going to flip, the, we're going to flip yeah. the tables here. Yeah, this is my show now. Yeah, this is... The, the, you get you get the good part and you get the... the I'm stealing the, the show part. just like the bad guys did. <laughs> go ahead, then. Steal the show. See if I care. Go ahead. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. If you want to catch us on social media, I'm running the Twitter... The the handle is filmfreaks underscore pod. And if you want to find me on any other platform, I have a YouTube channel where I do more gaming content, if that's also something that you're into, called Event Horizon Gaming and Development. Check There'll it be out. a link in the Spotify description or wherever that we post this leading to the channel if you wish to check out my content. It's worth it. Check it out. I keep bugging him because the <laughs> we want Bloodborne Part 2, okay? We, we yeah, want Bloodborne the, Part 2. I will two. say the content that I post there isn't quite as family-friendly as this film. Yeah. we that a lot the of only what... morning. And if this is your first time actually listening to us, we don't usually do as as I can do this, Matt. We don't usually do as much family friendly content, so this isn't something that I would really put on for the kids to listen to per se. But yeah, definitely go check us out on our other episodes, and we also have an Instagram, Film Freaks Pod. Once again, that's at Film Freaks Pod, and it's the same thing on TikTok, and. Uh, Again, at Film Freaks Pod. And you could also shut up phone. I'm doing an outro. <laughs> you could also you could also email in your thoughts or any ideas or anything you want us to cover. You can email us at thefilmfreaks01 at gmail.com. Once again, that's thefilmfreaks01 at gmail.com. And yes, this has been a surprise to everybody. We probably should have said this in the intro, but this is a bonus episode. So yeah, we usually do new episodes every Monday at 8 a.m. Eastern. So tune in. In a few days, we will be covering Jurassic World Dominion. Matt, are you ready to run away from some dinosaurs? Oh, for sure. And I mean like with good old Jeff Goldblum, who's... Almost on a Nick Cage level. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> it's worth it. Remember, guys, life uh, finds a way. <laughs> so, all right. Well, thanks again for listening, and we will catch you guys in the next one. Peace. Now,